Welcome back. This is Bob's Tavern Cast. I am your bartender, Jay. And I'm your bartender, Don. And we've got a great one in store for you this week. A nice, all of a sudden kind of thing popped up, and we found out about it last night. It is now live, but we are calling shots. But you know who calls our shots? Bob, the bartender, who is not here, apparently. The Rat Pack came in and dropped a bunch of rats, uh, six rats, seven rats. I don't even know how you get seven rats. That's a lot of rats. But um, the other person that calls the shots are our Patreon, our patrons over at Patreon. And you can be one of them by going to patreon.bobstavern.pub. But let's pour ourselves a drink and jump into the conversation. Dragon, how are you doing this week? I am doing pretty well. Um, in Battlegrounds, uh, it's been it's been interesting. I think I am ready for uh, for the change that we just had today. Uh, hopefully, that will impact overall, <laughs> and I think it will. But uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm also ready. Hopefully, they'll announce something soon. Maybe we'll see changes next week or in two weeks. But I'm kind of ready to see some changes to some of the heroes because i feel like we're seeing a few heroes in every single game again kind of like we were before and and maybe we can talk about that a little bit later um but yeah i i feel exactly the same way the games are feeling very very samey as of late i am so tired of seeing Tyrion, and i'm tired of there being at least four different players that go demons. How can I go demons when they go demons? It's it's too much, too much for me. But I have actually been on the upswing. I, I've been taking L's for the last couple of weeks, and now it finally feels like I am getting ahead of the game and, and starting to climb a little bit again. Nice. Hey, that always does feel good, especially when it feels like you've kind of like if, if you're struggling to adjust to the meta after they make changes or you just kind of feel like you've been stuck in a rut. But once you finally get out of that, it's like, oh, it's like a relief. You're like, finally, finally, that feels so much better. Absolutely. And I, I think part of it that makes things even better is that everything is over now. Now it's time to start working on battlegrounds again because there's no more updates until we get to the next hearthstone year you know all of the solo contents out all of the new cards have been released we're gonna have a lull for the next few weeks and what better opportunity than to introduce some dragons maybe change some heroes up and fix this problem with demons that we've been having yeah definitely but i mean speaking of fixing dragons they are well i guess they did really because it's it's live now but they did make a change they put in uh just a small server side patch with 
basically one change to Battlegrounds and one change to Standard. Uh, and the change to Battlegrounds is that they are moving Floating Watcher from Tavern Tier 3 up to Tavern Tier 4. And just in case, uh, for those who may not know, so Floating Watcher is the uh, demon that's a 4-4 that reads, whenever your hero takes damage on your turn, gain plus 2, plus 2. Yeah, this this was an interesting play. Like, I wasn't sure how they were going to try to fix the demon problem, but I do like this choice. I, I think that in terms of demons, the thing that made demons so powerful is that everything is really, you get it really early, so you can always get a good head start. And then on top of that, you have those higher end minions that, you know, like Malganus that eventually you can keep scaling. And it, and it's so cool that you have this very defined strategy with demons. You start out, you start buffing your, um, your one drop. Uh, and then from there you hit before you hit turn three, and you wanted to get as many soul jugglers and floating watchers to boost your wrath weaver. And I mean, I know soul juggler is not a demon, but it, it's still part of that comp. You want to try to get your golden soul jugglers early. That way you don't have to think about them for the rest of the game and you can just keep pushing demons out. But then eventually you get to a point where you hit critical mass and the later that you get your soul juggler, you're not soul juggler, the later you get your floating watcher online the weaker it becomes. So moving it up to four really does do a lot because you got to think that we talk about the transition from two to three being very long. If you're not spending a lot of time at three because you have to race to four, that not only makes floating watcher weaker, that decreases the amount of chances that you get for soul juggler. So now you've effectively nerfed both of those cards by making a small adjustment to only one. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you there. I think it will impact a lot. Um, another thing that's, I think, worthy of mentioning as well is uh, now that uh, AFK finds two different tier three minions, you won't be able to get the floating watchers as AFK. Yeah, that's huge. That was something that uh, they had talked about on the Angry Chicken as well that I had not thought about. But, you know, everyone's right in that case of like AFK was so good because it guaranteed you a three drop. And, you know, we talk about how over time you start flooding the board with or flooding your pool with minions of different types, having a guaranteed three drop increases the odds of pulling a floating watcher in that case so there are now opportunities where afk won't be able to go demons because while she while she can still get soul juggler she can still get imp gang boss none of that really matters because you're trying to play catch up and the only way you can play catch up is by spamming minions and getting your board nice and fat and that's when you want to get a wrath weaver that's when you want to get uh, a lot of those weaker minions and if you're still trying to do all of that and get Floating Watcher at the same time, you're going to run into issues. 
your your board your pool is just going to be way too flooded. Yeah, um, but speaking of other minions, so with this change, what what do you expect or what do you think is kind of going to happen with the meta? Um, I mean, you kind of said that like there's probably not going to be as many demons. I think they'll still be there, maybe just not as like in your face. But what do you think? What do you think is going to happen with the meta? What do you think people are going to start shifting towards instead? Well, I, I think that we're going to see, we're still going to see the Cobalt Guardian, like mech death rattle uh, package thing. I, I think that that needs to be refined a little bit more. Uh, I see that there are, when I'm in matches, I always see people going um, that Cobalt Guardian route, and then they kind of try to transition into like Baron Rivendare. And I, I don't know if that's the best route to take because you really want Baron Rivendare to go off on things that are going to spawn more minions with higher values where with Cobalt Guardian, you're more focused on, I just want mechs. Like, I don't care. Like, microbots are great for this because they're, sure, they're one ones, but they're mechs. Who cares? It's a guaranteed mech every time. Whereas if you do something like a, a Sky Golem, or was it... Uh, yeah, Sky Golem, then you're going to run uh, into issues where you're not always getting a mech every time. So you're going to lose those opportunities that you had to keep your Cobalt Guardian online and keep him going and keep him churning through those death rattles. So I, I think that more people are going to try to really narrow that down. The other thing that I'm seeing a lot of lately is Murlocs are trying to come back. And I don't know what has happened maybe it's just with the hero selections that are available um but yeah i've seen a lot of murloc picks i actually took first place with a murloc pick um just getting you know tox fins online and you get your gentle megasaur out and from there you're you know it's it's an easy day who cares how big the demons are because with divine shield and poison you win um I, I do wonder about that. I know we've talked about like one of the main, the primary issues before was that only Murlocs had the ability to get poison and divine shield. And without having, without having nightmare amalgam, you kind of see that hole. I think whatever is next has to fill that hole. Like you have to have something that makes Murlocs riskier than they are because they are risky but they're not as risky anymore especially since you can't get another big butt on the board with demons but i think that with this slowing down the game it makes murlocs viable again with murlocs being viable again you're going to run into the same problems that everyone was running into um i think it'll be a little bit more balanced but ultimately i don't think that they're going to get the desired reaction that they were looking for as a whole yeah, I think those are some pretty fair points. Um, I, I definitely agree. I think the most noticeable shift will probably be people get going more towards like what she said, the Cobalt Guardian. Um, yeah, I, I'm wondering how much beasts we're still going to see. They they haven't felt super powerful. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe some sort of like death rattle comps can still be pretty viable. Um, you know, and of, of course, this is just kind of a generalization. You know, kind of like we've talked about the last few episodes, of course, you know, 
playing based on what you're given and that kind of stuff uh, impacts more than just trying to say, oh, I'm just going to pick mechs or I'm just going to pick beasts. Um, but yeah, I've definitely, I've been seeing a lot more Murlocs lately. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to stick around. Maybe we'll see people trying to stay with them early and then shifting away from them. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of think like death rattle, death rattle things might be pretty good. Um, we might also see people starting to use or trying to use like Mechano Egg more with that uh, Cobalt Guardian. I can definitely see that being being a thing. I, I think one of the things that this update did was it put tier four, it made tier four kind of the swing turn. And, and I think that before you could probably say the swing turn was actually tier three. Like once you hit tier three, that was where you got a lot of the minions that you wanted, which I mean, again, when everybody's playing demons, the minions that you want are demons. But now these are the tier four minions, just to name a few. Bolvar, um, which I know Bolvar is one of those minions that doesn't get played often, but usually when you see him, you know, some shenanigans are afoot. Uh, as you mentioned, Mechano Egg. Piloted Sky Golem, Security Rover, uh, so a lot of different mechs. Toxfin on the Murloc side, and Cave Hydra for beasts. So I see a lot of big decisions, you know, to quote one of my, my favorite artists, Bob Ross. Uh, a lot of big decisions have to be made once you hit that uh, Tier 4 turn. And I do think that that's going to speed up reaching tier five i still don't recommend anyone go to tier six unless you are specifically looking for like that one minion that you need to win the game uh but i think people are going to start rushing to tier four they're going to try to grab whatever they can at tier four and then they're going to use that to make the decisions uh into an early tier five game which which is good because i know that was one of the things that uh battlegrounds has always had a problem with with the idea of when no one has to upgrade, when everybody is staying at tier two, tier three, longer and longer and longer, it makes it really hard to get ahead because the boards are so flooded. There's a lot of things going on and you're spending so much time just recycling minions instead of actually boosting your, your board up. And, and getting stronger and stronger minions. Yeah, and that's a, kind of funny you say that because I was actually looking through and I, I do think that tier four is kind of going to be where where people start to guide their, their comps and kind of want to stay. Uh, and I do kind of think that maybe the battle cry type things and maybe cycling that stuff kind of will start to come back because if if demons aren't as prevalent, if they're not quite as strong... Um, you know, like you mentioned, Cave Hydra, um, you know, the, I mean, Toxfin is in there if you are going kind of with the Murlocs or you have some, but, you know, you have a lot of mech synergy in there in tier four and you have like Defender of Argus uh, or the Vermin Sensei that you can start like buffing your Cave Hydra. I mean, maybe not giving it taunt necessarily, but, you know, if you're able to find some like Senseis and buff up your hydras or have some mech things and find the iron sensei um you know that could be i could see a lot of kind of cycle again and, and battle cries coming back more um which which could lead to people playing um crowd favorites and stuff again 
could be a thing. Uh, maybe Shutterwalk gets a little better. It's funny you mentioned Shutterwalk because that was actually the the champion that I did get first with. Um, and it was it was that exact idea going Murlocs. Uh, I actually rushed to five for Murlocs because Begurgle, in my opinion, is Begurgle plus uh, Shutterwalk equals happiness. Same thing with um, Primal Fin Lookout. When you're, you know, I, I think a lot of your tier decisions are going to be based on the hero that you choose, uh, which. I mean, that's kind of how the game should be played. I, I think that that's nothing new. But I do feel like it will become more and more important to understand, okay, where does my hero best operate? Because before you could jam demons because you had something to do at tier one, you had something to do at tier two, you had something to do at tier three, tier four, and tier five. Now it's like you have something to do at tier one. Tier two is kind of empty. Tier three, you might get lucky, you might not. And then tier four and tier five, you have two big decisions to make. Are you going to go floating watcher comp or are you just going to skip tier four and go straight for tier five to try to get Malganus? And I think those decisions are going to mostly be based on what hero you choose. Um, like you mentioned, AFK. There's no reason, in my opinion, to go demons if you're playing AFK at this point, because you're already starting behind. You need something to help catch up. I think beasts are going to see more play from AFK. I think mechs and death rattle packages will see more play. But I also think that hopefully this will start to open up the hero pool a little bit more. And that's kind of where I wanted to ask you you know, what heroes does this help and what heroes does this hurt? Hmm. Well, I mean, Tyrion, Tyrion and uh, Tyrion, I think is just, <laughs> man, Tyrion is just so good. I think Tyrion just kind of, eh, Tyrion needs a, a change, I think. Um, and that was kind of what I was alluding to earlier, but the, the two heroes that I've really been seeing a lot of um, are definitely Tyrion and Rafam. Like Tyrion and Rafam are the two that I feel like are in almost every game. And it's, it's getting to that point. Like it was before, like I mentioned that, you know, before it was like, you always had AFK before she got changed. And you, you know, you always had, you know what? It, it's like, okay, can we, can we change it now at this point? I think they were on a pretty good like flow of how, often the heroes were getting changed and there's kind of been a little bit of a lull. Um, but yeah, I do, I do think that the, it does depend on what hero you're playing. I mean, you make a really good point there. Um, yeah. AFK gets affected. And, you know, one thing that's really interesting uh, that I've kind of feel like I've been discovering is uh, Millhouse Mana Storm. And for those who may not uh, remember Millhouse, uh, he is the, let me get it pulled up here so I don't mess it up. But he has the passive hero power. Uh, minions cost two gold. Refresh costs two gold. And you start with two gold. Um, I think he's going to... He benefits really highly from a very early, like, token kind of comp. Um, you know, finding those minions that give you another minion. Um, so that you can kind of... Like, if you find those on the first turn, you can buy it with your two gold. And then on the next turn you can sell the token and be able to get two minions. Um, so that seems really good. And so I think 
it's probably not going to maybe hurt Millhouse. It's probably going to help Millhouse um, because that I think that token comp um, is probably going to be enough when demons are a little bit slower. So I think that the token kind of comp with mana or uh, Millhouse Mana Storm, excuse me, um, gets a little better there. Kind of just a random thing that I've noticed. Maybe we'll have to do an episode looking into what heroes are uh, low tier, not low tier as performance level, but low tier as operate better in the low tier area uh, menu, um, heroes. And then what are more high tier and kind of overall strategies to play? We've kind of been uh, straying away from that a little bit, mostly because as the game changes it changes so rapidly that any specific strategy advice that we give all of a sudden may not be relevant you know a week later uh so i do agree with you though that Tyrion and rafam i think we'll see them get touched and and um i don't know if they'll take them out i hope not because i really do like that there are so many hero options i think that's better for the game that you don't have um, every champion being selectable, but I do think that we either need more really strong heroes or we need less. And uh, I'm I'm not calling any shots here. I don't think that I'm I'm gonna hit the nail on the head, but I do think that they'll do something with Rafam. They might make his hero power cost one more. Um, that way, it it costs them to actually take someone's minion. Uh, I think that to me is a good trade off. It's two. It's two instead of three, but you don't know what you're getting. I think that's fair. Um, and then I could see them destroying <laughs> Tyrion by making it give all minions with no type like plus one attack or plus one health. Uh, just one, not one one. Um, I, I think that's the way you fix that, but yeah, they've they've got to do something. I think I think that Tyrion was kind of I don't want to say rushed, but I think the idea of Tyrion wasn't fully examined from the player perspective of like, okay, what does that really mean that heroes of no type, like what minions does that affect? And then once the light switched on, was like, wait a minute, Wrathweaver isn't, wait a minute, you know, um, Bolvar and and um, Baron Rivendare and like so many of these minions that we feel like are tied to a tribe aren't. And I mean, there's no way to fix that. I mean, you could in theory give them that tribe, but they're not going to do that like because that makes them differ from the actual cards uh but i i do think that they're going to do something in the next couple weeks and yeah i look forward to hearing uh blizzard say you know what jay we agree with you and we're we're going to make those changes immediately yeah i i do agree with you i think that it it probably would change to something like i mean they kind of did this for um uh, tog waggle right for queen or wag toggle I, I get them mixed up um you know where instead of giving everything 
a certain thing, then they change it to just plus attack. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know how well it would work or if it would be a good idea, but I kind of had this idea. What if you got to choose? Like every time you click on the hero power, it brings up, you know, kind of like the discover option, but you have the two choices and you got to choose the plus attack or plus health. I mean, would that be like a feasible thing? I know it would take a little bit longer to do that hero power. And I know that sometimes in Battlegrounds, like every action and every second that you spend doing stuff like really can matter. Um, But I I feel like that could be something kind of different. And then you still get kind of that same flavor that, you know, Tyrion is, is either giving strength or giving, you know, that, that added power, that health. I don't know. I I like the idea, but I I think that the the timing thing is is probably too big of an obstacle to get around. I know that one of the things that people often talk about in is like the mobile experience and on on like my PC, like I don't have a problem with getting turns off in time, but on mobile even though they have done a lot to make the game better for mobile it's like the physical act of like taking your finger and sliding it is slower just naturally than minor wrist movements so i i think that if you want the game to still be um playable on mobile you can't have things like that because then you run into the same problem that you have already with daryl where like they wound up having to like kill all the animations just to make uh, the mobile experience better so that people could play with Daryl on mobile. Um, more than anything with this, I think that they need to not think of this in terms of how do we normally buff and nerf cards because this game is so not like traditional Hearthstone. And I would like to see them get away from that. I would, funny enough, I I was thinking about this, something that Dota Underlords did um, when I was still playing Underlords was they had an items like option to where you could spin your gold and instead of getting a hero, you were able to apply a buff or a nerf two heroes i like the idea of having hero powers but i also think that one of the things that made bob so lovable to begin with was the fact that you would go into you know bob's tavern and then you would pick something that modified your deck it it made changes to what you were doing and i i think that they could play with that a little bit they could say like hey for you know one gold this turn you you know your minions have plus one attack or for you know two gold you can upgrade a minion with two or with three gold you can upgrade a minion if for having two of them instead of three of them like i think something like that will I don't want to say introduce some RNG because I know that some people get really, really nervous when you start talking about RNG, like, but I'm a rogue player. So for me, RNG is everything. I, I think having something like that in the game to make 
the decisions not so okay it's turn one i do this okay it's turn two i do this i i want there to be something in the game that makes me go wait a minute normally i would do this but here's an opportunity for me to deviate from my traditional plan because i feel like that's the the problem that i have with battlegrounds right now is not that the game isn't fun it just feels like the same game every time and the closer I'm able to do the same thing over and over again, looking for the exact same minions at the exact same tiers, the more and more I get turned away from wanting to play the game longer. Whereas if I know that every game is different and truly different because there are just certain little things that, you know, Bob can give you that will make the game different. I think that would make me more interested in saying like, okay, oh, wait, there's something here that says for the rest of the game, all beasts get like plus three, plus three. I forget everything else that I'm doing now. I'm going beast. Like, I think that having things like that pop up and being able to completely just change what you're doing will make the game, I don't want to say more fun, but I think it'll it'll introduce something to the game that makes it makes the cards and the hero powers not as important. Yeah, but, I mean, I think, I feel like we've had tavern brawls that kind of, like, I don't know, the way that you described that, it reminded me of some tavern brawls that we've had, um, kind of like the, the, what do they call it, like the winter veil, you know, when they had, like, the presents yeah. that dropped, and, or, you know, at the beginning of the brawl, you got to choose... Um, a certain effect like it would it would give you a discover option or whatever and you would choose one of the three or one of the four like benefits to get um yeah something like that could be really cool and i think that would make like you said i think it would really make each time feel different and you know adding something like that like a discover effect that everybody gets just at the beginning of the game could change it up you know you pick your hero and then you're given like four options or whatever and then you can hopefully you would see what everybody else got to choose. So you kind of know, oh, hey, they chose like additional buff to beasts or, yeah, they chose, you know, that whatever something costs less or I, I don't know. They, that would be a lot of balancing, I feel like. But there's definitely a lot of different things that they could add like that that could change it up and really make make the decisions a lot different. Well, you just brought up something that they've done before where you have a hero with a hero power and then at the beginning of the match, you give them a second additional hero power. I, I think that could do it as well. I mean, you could even make it like drinks. I mean, if you're at Bob's Tavern and, you know, you're playing in this this tavern battleground thing, you could make it like, oh, what do you have? And then it's like, uh suspicious brew and it's like you can only see one you see one less minion each turn but each minion is plus one plus one or there's a mystery minion that'll always come from a tier higher but you don't know what it is and i like i think that there are ways that you can introduce some of this variance into the game without completely like having to rebuild the game yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I like I said, the balancing, I think, would be hard because some of those ideas are kind of like you mentioned, they're already hero powers. So it kind of would feel bad, you know, let's, let's say, oh, I'm Tyrion. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, now all these other people have kind of my hero power. So then you don't feel like your hero choice makes, you know, it matters. 
Um, So that could be a downside. I think it would still matter. Because, I mean, imagine if uh, a a good example is the Rat King. Like, it swaps each turn, right? Well, you know that, like, okay, if I have something that it gives, you know, each minion you purchase or the second minion you purchase each turn gets an extra plus one attack or something like that. It doesn't have to be something that's massive. It's just something that's like, hey, you know, it's it's almost like um, when in the solo player content, if if you've played it yet, where like Cadgar would have like this person goes, oh, that's a great idea. Let me cast that again. Like just being able to do like these these little things. And, and again, being able to make it more and more about okay i have some i have another thing to think about when i'm making decisions because the problem that i run into is with reform like if you're playing as reform you know or you have a good idea of what minions you're going to get when if you're playing with like toki you have no clue because that one minion is always like something it's just random so i feel like the expectation is different like i'm already going into the game with the mindset of like okay i know i've got reform i have to go like this minion because it's turned like everyone's at tier three they're gonna have this and they usually put these minions at the front so let me just stockpile these that way i can get some early triples or like you said i have millhouse and all of millhouse's minions cost less so maybe if I can combine Millhouse with something that's going to buff minions, it doesn't matter what minions I get because I'm going to get them cheaper. I'm going to be able to put more on the board and they're going to have that extra buff. So it, it's, it allows you to to kind of both solidify and desolidify a strategy. I know that's kind of weird, but like it allows you to think like, okay, if my hero that I've selected doesn't have a very distinct way to play that hero, then maybe the hero power that I choose should be something that puts me in a certain direction and vice versa with um, having heroes that do have some like Jaraxxus. If I get Jaraxxus, I'm probably going to want something that's going to give another boost to demons. That way I can just really push hard on demons. But then again, my opponents are going to know that that's what I'm trying to do. So maybe at that point I look for like a neutral minion thing so I can buff my Wrath Weavers and I can buff Soul Juggler and things like that. I I think that you have to have something that you planned for and something that you didn't plan for in in order for the game to, to really feel like the initial excitement and energy that we had when the game first came out because that was the thing that the first like when the game first came out it was so diverse that every game felt different now every game feels the same and it's because there are clear winners and clear losers in this and they have to do something about that yeah and actually you know uh you mentioned having something that you planned for and having something that you didn't and i i honestly actually feel like the perfect example of that in standard is discover. And I think once they added discover as a mechanic, like it was kind of that perfect answer. Um, Not like Zephyrus perfect, but you know, it's it's, yeah. Zephyrus is its own thing. Sometimes perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, because the cards are kind of specific, discover a spell. So you kind of know, hey, I can plan for this. I'm going to find a spell, but I don't know exactly what spell. And then you're kind of given the decision. So you also have a little bit of, you know, I have a little bit of control in which one I pick and how I use that. But there is that little bit of, I didn't plan on it. Oh, crap. I didn't plan on it not giving me a fireball. You know, I I wanted fireball. I didn't get that. So now what do I do? Um, I, I definitely think that something like that could be uh, implemented into Battlegrounds. And I, I do think it would, would be amazing. Um, how do you think that this kind of stuff, I don't know, maybe it doesn't impact as much, but do you think that there's too much RNG and that would add too much more in Battlegrounds like versus standard? No. Um, I, I think if the minion pool was as large as standard was then you could say like oh there's too much rng but i mean i don't i can't even tell you how many uh minions there are but i'm pretty sure it's less than a hundred uh whereas how many heroes how many minions are in standard now how many are in standard rotation right now like what 400 i mean there there's I think i think total standard cards there's like 600 and something okay so like you're talking about you have if it's just discover a minion then that would be a one in 600 chance here in battlegrounds you have less than 100 minions so i mean yeah rng is going to be rng but i i don't think a one in 100 chance and a one in 600 chance can be evaluated the same no i i agree with you i just wanted to throw that question out there as like a you know kind of bouncing the ideas around and, you know, what kind of things should be considered? What kind of things, you know, does Blizzard need to think about with trying to make sure that they're not going too overboard or, you know, if they implement something, it's not going to feel too much of the same or it's not going to push it completely to the other end, you know, just kind of trying to be devil's advocate a little bit and, and throw a lot of brainstorm questions out there. Oh, I, I appreciate that. And I also appreciate to kind of wrap this up a little bit, I appreciate each and every one of the people in our discord that help keep this conversation going. Uh, there's been a lot of talk in the discord uh, about what they should do. A lot of talk on strategies at turn one, two, and three. Um, but I think more than anything, just seeing everyone commiserate with each other when when you you know take a loss to a, a really 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 big floating watcher or when you or celebrate with you when you have that really 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 big floating watcher and you win the game like i i love that our community is just growing as fast and as as fun as it's been and we've had a bunch of new people join and you know i'm, I'm just telling people like if you want this kind of conversation but not in vocal form i guess in in text form head over to our discord uh there'll be a link in the show notes for that you're more than invited to join us it's absolutely free and if you like this kind of content us figuring out the best uh new approach for uh beating demons because i think we'll still see them but there just won't be as many um yeah, let us know. You can hit us up on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS, or you can be like one of the 
the people that have given us a five-star rating and, and let us know, hey, I like what you're talking about. Keep up the great work. Uh, in fact, we had someone in our Discord, we won't mention who it is, but shout out to them. They know who they are, that said, this is the best Battlegrounds podcast as far as content goes. Great job. That is what I like to hear. That is what I like to see. We need to keep bringing the fire. We're going to keep bringing the fire. Unfortunately, we will probably not be bringing the fire next week because we've got some stuff happening. Dragon, you've got a tournament that you are going to. That's right. I think we've kind of talked about it uh, the last couple episodes, but yes, next week uh, I will be traveling and attending uh, DreamHack Anaheim in California. So... Yay, I'm excited for that. But yes, that does kind of put a damper on actually having time to do podcasts and such like that when uh, I'm either in the car driving or in a hotel that probably is not going to work out trying to <laughs> set up and, and do that when everything else is going on. That is definitely okay. Uh, we're going to be cheering you on from here. And who knows, maybe maybe Bob will show up and actually uh, do a stream or something. Uh, no promises, I, I don't know. But we'll, we'll figure something out for that day or for that week. But we're not going anywhere. We're still bringing the fire, bringing the heat, and really twisting the arm of Big Blizzard and forcing them to make these changes as fast as we can call them. Uh, but... I think that's going to do it for this week. Dragon, how can people get in touch with you if they would like to do so? So you can find me on Twitter uh, at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch. I stream at twitch.tv slash DK. And then you can also find more about my team and organization that I've started, uh, that is Amber Flight Gaming, and you can find that on Twitter at A Flight Gaming. And be sure to check out all of the awesome talent that is with Amber Flight Gaming. Uh, if you want to catch me streaming, good luck. Uh, it's been a minute. I'll, I'll try to get back into it eventually. Uh, business has been a challenge for me, so we'll get back into streaming eventually. But if you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can do so at KJAY Miller. Remember, the K is silent, but I am not. So uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Bob's Tavern Cast. I am going to go look for Bob now, but that's been our last call. And uh, yeah, the tavern's closed, everybody. Get out. Don't step on the droppings. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dark corner is ready for booty. to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? 
You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.